Welcome to the Discover Yourself Podcast, episode 21. (laughs) I'm your host, Genuine Jeff, and I'm really excited to get into today's topic, which really revolves around what's going on in the world right now with the police brutalities, the, the riots that are going on all across the nation. And it's powerful. It's it's extremely powerful. And I woke up this morning and my feed was flooded with these things, with all the violence and the riots and just, I was overwhelmed. I became really frustrated, upset because I thought to myself, what can I do? What can I do to help the situation? And I was sitting there and I was just thinking about it. I was thinking about it and I was like, it dawned on me. I have to use my voice to talk about this situation. Because one thing I've noticed is, you know, this obviously isn't the first time something like this has happened, you know, which is very unfortunate, very unfortunate that this is keeps reoccurring, which is why the people are fired up. And what I'm here to talk about today and why I'm here to talk about this is because I think one of the reasons that these big pop offs happen is because we don't consistently talk about diversity, inclusion, racism white privilege, privilege in general, enough. And I want to start this off by saying that, is I am no expert in diversity inclusion. I am no expert on talking about systemic racism and in privilege, but I do understand that I am a living example of white privilege in modern society. I understand that, and that's one thing I, <clears throat> I've learned through my classes. Um, Shout out to Ohio University. They place a massive emphasis on diversity inclusion. So I do have somewhat of a base knowledge in this, but I'm I'm no expert. However, I used to let that idea of not being an expert limit me from talking about these things. And that that's not okay because we're not just going to wake up one day having become an expert overnight in talking about diversity, inclusion, racism, and all these other things. So today, I just want to get it out there. I want to just call attention to it because one thing that got me fired up this morning was I saw people talking about you know people reacting by vandalizing and looting and you know responding with violence and robbing stores and doing all these things and I'm not like by no means am I saying that is the proper 100% right way to go about it but I do understand where these people are coming from so hear me out hear me out on this it's a classic parent-child situation what we have going on in the country and I'm going to use the parent as the government and the children which are the people and what has been going on is think about a parent and a child when a child wants the parent to listen to them and they're trying to get their attention you know 
originally the child will go up and try to use the proper ways of communication. Hey mom, hey dad, this is how I feel. And sometimes the parents might ignore it and they might just brush it off and say, oh, it's not a big deal. What you're worrying about, son or daughter, it's not a big deal. And for a while, that's, that's kind of what's been going on in the country is the people have been complaining about this issue of systemic racism, privilege, stereotypes, you name it. And the people, the children have been calling attention to it, but the government and people, other people are just kind of like, ah, it's not a big deal. And now people are getting shocked because as, you know, keeping the metaphor as kids alive, when parents don't listen to kids, when parents don't listen to kids, what do kids do? They act out because they're seeking attention. They're seeking those parents to listen to them. And that's why people are doing these wild things, lighting cars on fire, because it's like, it's like they've gotten to the point where it's like, hey, mom and dad, you're not going to listen, so I'm going to start acting out. And maybe this will get your attention. And it has. And it has. That's exactly what is going on is, you know, nobody's listened to these people before. Nobody's listened to the people being hurt before. And they have to go to extremes just to be heard because they're not being heard in the normal judicial system. They're not being heard in everyday society. I need to do better. We need to do better as a society to open our ears and address the problems that are at hand rather than slapping band-aids on them. And shout out to my friend Emiliana because she gave me a beautiful idea of how we can all start to edu ed educate ourselves a little more on this. Because I, as a white privileged male, started thinking to myself, how can I learn about what is going on in the world a little bit more? And my friend, she, she brought it down to a real simple point. She goes, start to have conversations Start to have conversations with your friends, with your coworkers, peers, people that are close to you that might be of a different culture, that might be of a different race, and start to ask them about what they experience in life. You know, ask them what is culturally correct for you to say, act, speak. You know, rather than just going about your life mindlessly, be more mindful of how the words, actions, thoughts, and things that you do affect those around us of different races, of different cultures. You are not the only one living on this planet. And everything I'm saying to you is also an educational reminder for myself because like I said, I am not an expert. I am not perfect in Anyway, I know I need to get better at talking about diversity and inclusion, racism, and standing up for it, which is why I'm here to talk about these things and try to. And if I'm not perfect, slow me down, reach out, comment, and educate me. Educate me. Because that's something important for those of you who might have a friend or somebody who says something that offends you. It might be very easy to lash out and get mad. But understand, a good handful of times, people don't understand that what they're doing is offensive to you. And one reason this is, is because of implicit biases. You know, a lot of the times, we don't realize that we have these unconscious tendencies, these unconscious stereotypes going on. 
And that's what an implicit bias is. It's a bias that operates in our mind out of our awareness. You know, for example, when you see somebody in a white lab coat, our mind immediately starts to see this person as more intelligent. They're a doctor. And we start throwing these unconscious assumptions at the, the present experience, circumstance, whatever you want to call it. And we do these, <clears throat> whether it's a white lab coat, <clears throat> whether it's somebody's race, their culture, something they're wearing, whatever, we do these all the time. And we can actually learn about which ones we operate from if we go to, I believe it's either Harvard or Stanford.com. I think it's Harvard. If you just Google implicit bias test free, it'll take you right to it. It should be one of the first links on there. And I think it's Harvard. But by going through these tests, you can see what you have an implicit bias for. And you can look at all sorts of different things. So many different things you can look at in your life. And this is one way that we can start to educate ourselves on the biases and the stereotypes that we operate from out of our awareness, out of our awareness. Because that's, that's where I used to get really bashful about wanting to talk about these things is, or I don't know if bashful is the right word, but I'd get really apprehensive wanting to talk about these things because I was afraid that, you know, I might make a mistake. I might have a little hiccup, whatever, whatever. But I'd rather make a mistake trying to talk about these things than make the mistake of being silent and not talking about these things. You feel me? <laughs> and one thing that I've noticed through my school, and we've talked about it in, in higher education, is the idea of diversity and inclusion. Diversity and inclusion. I'm going to let that sink in for a second before we hit this one on the head. And one of my professors brought this up. Yeah, it's great we place an emphasis on these two things, but there is a little, there's a gap. And the, the gap occurs when we only focus on diversity, but then we forget the second piece of inclusion. Yeah, it might be beautiful that we have diverse environments, we have diverse classrooms, diverse workspaces, diverse restaurants. But within these diverse environments, do we feel included? Does everybody feel included? That is what we have to ask ourselves. It's not just enough to get a bunch of diverse people in a room. If you really want to maximize it and allow people to feel loved and respect, we have to have everybody feel included. We have to all, it doesn't matter if we all get everybody in the same room. Now we got to love each other. We got to respect each other. We got to understand that there is beauty within diversity and we might not see it right away and we have to educate ourselves because it's through learning new perspectives and learning new things from diverse people that we get, I don't know, more excited about and then we can learn new things and evolve and love and to me, this stuff has always kind of blown me away because I'm just such a love bug. You know, my thought process is, how can we love each other? Why, or why don't we just love each other? Love everybody, regardless of their race, their skin color, all these different things. And I realize the issue at hand could be a little more complex than that, than just love other people. And I wish, I wish the answer was that simple. And sometimes I still think it is. I think it is that simple. But obviously there's more things at hand 
especially when it comes to this idea of, of privilege. You know, I think this is a very powerful idea. And for those of you who don't understand what privilege is, I'm still trying to understand it more in depth. But, you know, privilege is things that occur in our life due to maybe our race, the way we look, the way we dress, the way we express ourselves, all these different things. So, for example, white privilege. Me as a white male who's 23 years old, when I walk home from college campus or I'm walking through a city at night, I have the privilege of, you know, being a white male. I don't really get scared walking home alone at night. I don't have to worry about those things. All those, those, some of those worries that other people have to think about are out of my awareness. However, now if I was a girl who's 22 years old walking home alone, you know, they might feel a little more threatened. They might feel unsafe to walk home by themselves. And that's just from looking at a male to a female perspective. You know, from a male walking home to a female. There's different things that go on within our minds and that we have to worry about because of our race, because of our gender, because of these different things. You feel me? <laughs> and it's important to understand what our own privileges are. So that way we're not as ignorant to why things happen in our world, why they happen the way that they do. And that's, that kind of brings me to this next thought that I have, which is when looking at these riots, when looking at the police brutality that occurs, you know, we focus on what is going on in the world, but do we, do we ask ourselves why these things are happening? Why are these things happening? Why are they happening? And I don't have a concrete answer drawn around that one, but something I have noticed through this whole experience occurring the fact that something like this is occurring again sickens me, but I think I have part of the blame in the situation. It's because when things like this happen, and they have happened in the past, people get fired up, people get charged up, and they talk about it for a day, a week, a month, and then it fizzles out. And nobody talks really about these issues again, and then something serious happens, and everyone's in an uproar. And I am guilty of this of only paying attention to problems when the problems occur. We ha or when they, when they get out of proportion and they blow up to this magnitude, I need to get better at talking about these things more consistently. I think we as a society need to get better at talking about these things more consistently and not just when riots and somebody dies. Like why, why wait until somebody dies to talk about these issues and problems that are occurring in our world? And I mean, don't get me wrong, now is a great time. Like when that stuff does happen, it is like, yo, let's, let's come together and talk about this. Let's fight. But let's think about moving forward, what we can learn from this. How can we look at the previous experiences that have occurred in the past and how can we learn from them? And the big thing that I'm seeing is consistency from myself and the world around me. I think we can all be a little more consistent in talking about diversity, and talking about inclusion, talking about racism. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. I, I'm uncomfortable as shit here talking about this. But things that are uncomfortable are what make us grow. Things that make us uncomfortable are, allow, are what allow us to evolve. And nobody said growth's going to be comfortable all the time. 
fuck, growth is never really comfortable. It's all about how you, re if you can reframe it in the right way, it's comfortable. But in the moment when something makes you feel a little uneasy, when you watch one of those videos of a police officer brutally assaulting somebody or, or stepping out of line, if that pisses you off, if that makes you uncomfortable, good, good. It should. It should make you uncomfortable. It should cause some emotion inside you to get fired up. It should do those things because it's, it's just wrong. <laughs> Straight up, it, it's just wrong. And I used to kind of scroll away from the, the videos and everything because I'm like, oh, I don't want to see this. I don't want to see it. It's, it makes me uncomfortable. But I woke up today and I said, fuck that. There's a reason it makes me uncomfortable because it's, it's so messed up. It, it's so much hate. It's so flawed. It's fucked. And, I, and I'm not a fan, but instead of saying I'm going to ignore it, I'm trying to be here to talk about it and inspire us all to talk about it a little more. Because if we get into environments, if you approach your close friends or a close classmate and say, hey, could you tell me a little bit more about, about your culture and some of the things that, that you experience on a daily basis? Can, can you teach me? Can you educate me? I, I would put, I'd put my soul on it that that person would look at you and say, thank you for taking the time to come out of your way to learn about my life, who I am, and what I'm experiencing. Because a lot of the times, people don't take the time to do that. I don't take the time to do that. And it was really funny. I was thinking back to my psych class this past semester. There was a group of four of us, and the one girl, um, I believe she grew up in Egypt, whole family and culture is kind of based from there. And the one girl straight up was like started asking questions that at first I was like thinking to myself kind of judgingly. I was like, oh my gosh, like why is this girl asking these questions? This is awkward. This girl might get mad. And the girl was thrilled. She's like, no. She's like, she's like yeah, sometimes I make it a little aggravated when people ask questions because they might not ask them in the most polite or correct way, but she's like, the fact that they're asking these questions makes my day because now it's an opportunity for them to be educated on the right way to speak to others, the right way to be around others, the right way to love and respect others. These are, these are all things that we have to think about within our own lives. And we got to start just focusing on the little things we can do. Focus on the little things we can do. And some of these little things, what that might be is just having these small conversations, getting to know our own biases and our own stereotypes that we operate from. Look at, look at the people around you, your friends, your family, and if they do something that might be a little, you know, racist, stereotypical, and it's not right, instead of just being like, oh, I'm just going to pretend that never happened, speak up. Say something. Say something. And I'm going to start doing this more because that's, that's a way that we can, as individuals, we can take control. We can speak up. We can actually do something. You know, if we want to make an impact, start thinking about how you can just make an impact on those around you. I mean, and think about this. I, I, I can't do the math off the top of my head, but if, if you inspire five people to do some good in the world and to change their ways around diversity and inclusion, 
and those five people help five people, and those five people help five people, and those people help five people, there's going to be a lot of people that change. <laughs> you know that song, I think it's by Big Sean, One Man Can Change the World? One man can change the world. One woman can change the world. And it starts by changing their perspective of the world and changing how they live in the present moment. When you influence the people around you, it is, it is, oh, it's an osmosis of energy that just flows. It just goes out. It spreads like a virus. Love, passion, education, knowledge spreads like a virus. In the same way that hate and racism and stereotypes can spread like a virus, we can educate ourselves on love, respect, diversity, and inclusion like a healthy virus. <laughs> and I'm just fired up today. I'm fired up. God, the universe put this message on my heart for me to be here with you so we can all start to think about this. Because maybe you're kind of like me. Maybe you're kind of like me and you're really upset and it makes you feel really uncomfortable to hear these things, to see these things going on in the world. But we got to talk about it. We got to do something about it. You know? We just, we do. We do. We do. And if you see this stuff going on in the world and you don't think it's a problem, It is. <laughs> I'm here to say it is. It is a problem. And their actions, they're justified. They are justified. Yeah, maybe they're stealing from some Target stores and they're doing some things. And maybe there's a couple bad apples just taking advantage of the situation, which there always is. But the root reason for why this stuff is occurring, like I said before, is because there is a bigger issue that isn't being addressed. And the kids are acting out. I'm sorry, parents, the government, the, the older brother, whatever the fuck you want to call it. The kids are fired up. And you haven't been listening to the kids, the people. You haven't. You haven't. So if you're shocked by this, you shouldn't be. This is the repercussions of suppression over long periods of time. Like, like what did we expect? The reason why that maybe this one's the most violent riots and there's more riots than before than the past ones is because this is a compound effect. This is what happens in the long run when you don't address things at the beginning. Kind of I'm kind of at a I'm just at a at a loss of words right now. I'm at a loss of words. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. You know, I'm very grateful for the people that are in my life, for the people who educate me on diversity and inclusion. And I just have to, I, another shout out to my friend Emiliana because she's the one who sticks out in my head. She's, she's such an advocate for these things. And it inspires me. She inspired me to make this video this morning because I realized I do have something to bring to the table. I can serve the situation by acknowledging my privilege by acknowledging what is going on in the world by acknowledging my faults and how some of my actions have have maybe contributed to the situation in hand on a micro scale micro adjustments equals macro change 
micro adjustments equals macro change. Looking at the micro stereotypes, the micro biases that I have in my life, they have a compound effect. Because if I make it okay to, to say something racist, to do something stereotypical, one other person might see that and they'll be like, oh, I can do this. And that same idea of inspiring five people to inspire five people to inspire five people for good, it can happen the opposite way. You can inspire five people to be racist. You can inspire, and I'm not, maybe inspire is not the right word, but you might make it seem okay. And it's not okay. People are always watching our actions and the way we think and the way we be. And we got to be mindful of this because there might be a little kid watching you who hears you say something racist, something stereotypical with your friends, and they think it's funny. And next thing you know, that funny joke turns into a common way that they view the world. <sighs> Fired up. Fired up. I am. I am fired up. I think we should all be a little fired up. I got chills running through my freaking veins right now because we got to do something. We all got to do something. We have to. This is like the world is screaming right now that we need to do something. And instead of putting in your earbuds, instead of putting in my earbuds and scrolling towards the, the other feed... I'm going to look at the feed that makes me uncomfortable, the feed that shows the injustice, the feed that shows the racism and all these bad things that are going on, and I'm going to take it in, and I'm going to take action on it. Instead of suppressing it, I'm going to help express it because I think that's what we need to do. If you're privileged in any way, be a voice for the people who are being hurt and affected by what is going on in the world. Be a shield. Be a voice to serve and help stand by their side. Stand by their side. Because sometimes people don't want to listen. It's, it's messed up. It's messed up. Just be by their side. Just be by their side. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be comfortable. But do it because... It's what the universe, it's what God would want us to do. We're all brothers and sisters. All of us. I don't give a shit about your race, color of your hair, if you like cr to eat crayons, if you like sand in your drawers. I don't care what, who you are, how you express yourself, what culture you're from, what's the color of your skin, what your toenails look like. You were loved and you deserve love. We all deserve love, respect, kindness we all do we all do not just a select few of us who look a certain way all of us every damn person if you are a human being that's why i love the term human being because that's just to me when you say we are all human beings that that's the equalizer we are all human beings that's it we're all human beings and I get that because it's, I'm not saying it's right, but because we're different race, we're different culture, we are treated in different ways. And it's not right. It's not all, it's not right. It's not right. And we got to acknowledge that because of our race, because of our culture, because of who we are, we aren't treated the same. 
And that's a powerful thing to analyze. That's a powerful thing to realize within our lives. Because you are who you are, people treat you in a certain way. And because somebody might be a little different, they're getting treated a different way. That ain't right. That ain't right. If we're all brothers and sisters, we all need to love each other. And I'm not saying we got to like love, love each other and just start kissing everybody on the street. But we need to have that love for each other in the sense that, hey, we're all human beings. We all feel, we all experience pain. Every emotion that I experience, we all experience. If I can feel neglected, disrespected, and hated, then other people can feel neglected, disrespected, and hated. Oh! You got Genuine Jeff fired up today. Fired up. Yeah, not much, not much gabagoo going on, eh? <laughs> and that's, that's something I like to do is bring a little lightness to the table on this one. But, no, we're going to keep this serious. We're going to keep this heavy because this is a serious and heavy topic. And I want this to put a little weight on your soul. I want this to put a little weight on your mind so you think about it. And it doesn't just brush off like water down a duck's back. But this anchors. I'm putting a baby anchor on diversity, inclusion, and racism. And I'm dropping it in your head. Because okay? I think it needs to, to grow. We should all plant that seed of how we can think about these things on a more regular basis. If there was, if there was anything you saw in here that you think maybe I could do a better job explaining or talking about, or maybe I could even be more educated on around diversity, privilege, inclusion, racism, please, please reach out and educate me. I'm, I would love to have a conversation of something that maybe I'm missing, something that I'm not, not maybe seeing from all perspectives, points of view. I, I want to be here. I want to be here to help understand this world a little bit better because I think I'm starting to get into this place where I started to only understand my little world. But this is our world and we need to learn to coexist, cohabitate. I don't even know if that's the right word. <laughs> But let me know what, what you enjoyed, what, what could be worked on. Drop a little time mark here. Subscribe, subscribe if you enjoyed. Got to throw it in there. <laughs> but thank you for tuning in to the Discover Yourself podcast with your host, Genuine Jeff, around diversity, inclusion, racism, privilege, and these things that are going on in the world with the riots and the way our society is responding. Um, it's powerful and it's something that shouldn't be ignored. It's something that should be should be have more attention called to on a more consistent basis. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to start to try and talk about these things and maybe I'll even bring some people on who are experts in this field, who are more versed and more understanding in what is going on so we can all be a little bit more educated, you know? But with that, stay loving, stay peaceful, and always, baby, stay genuine. Show some gratitude to those around you and let's help each other. Let's be a voice for one another and let's love one another. Thank you. Peace. Let's get it, everybody. Stay blessed. If one man could change the world. If one man could change the world. All I, all I wanted was a hundred million dollars and a bad chick. Imagine this a Muslim.